0: As the end of the calendar year approaches, it's a great time to pause and reflect. How has your work performance been? Has it been strong part of the time? Most of the time? Or would you go so far as to say all of the time? I have news for you. You can't always be on. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host Craig Ansell. We're hitting episode 81 today. You can't always be on. Regardless of what type of job function you have, regardless of what work schedule you're on, You can't be at your highest or peak performance all the time. Taking breaks is vital to making sure that you keep your peak performance available for when you need it most. For one thing, as we enter into the holiday season, it's a good time to pause and reflect, to look at our accomplishments, to look at some things that challenged us, some areas we've grown at, and some areas that we'd like to improve on, kind of make plans for the new year, some improvement areas. Besides that, though, it's always great to, to sit back and gather with friends and family and loved ones, and just reconnect. It's great to take a break. But besides that break, spending some time with family and friends, it's also important to mentally recharge and refresh. If you've been working a lot of hours, especially overtime and extended shifts, you may know what it's like to burn out. Even if you like your job and love the cause and love what you do for your company, there's still going to be times where you feel concerned, challenged of how you're going to get through the day because you simply put in too much effort and too much time in a short period. One such situation happened to me years ago. I was getting ready for work. I said goodbye to my wife and kids as they were getting ready for school in the morning. And I drove off to work. I got to the office, sat down in my chair, placed my computer bag where it normally goes, put my keys on my desk, and spun the chair around to start the day. Later on, I turned around to my original position, grabbed my laptop bag and keys, and started out back home. When I got to the house, the kids and the wife were still in the front door. They asked, hey, Dad, did you forget something? I kind of laughed at them, said, what do you mean? They said, you just left a few minutes ago. I had actually gone to work, not worked a full day, spun around, and came home all within a few minutes, and I didn't even know it. That's an extreme case of working too hard, too long, too many late nights, and it was a clear indicator that I needed a break. Shortly thereafter, I unfortunately caught pneumonia, and that was difficult on me and my family because it took away from a lot of personal time and a lot of my work performance because I was in the middle of some pretty severe projects at that time. I don't wish anyone to go through what I did, but what I can tell you, I was trying to be on all the time, and it simply didn't work. None of us, No matter how hard we may work, no matter how hard we may train, no matter what education we have, can be on all the time. We can be strong. We can apply peak performance frequently, but we just can't let it run all the time. Otherwise, it will unknowingly drain our batteries, our physical, mental, and spiritual batteries, and eventually we're going to need a recharge. And if we don't get to it, we could suffer burnout. I've had a couple episodes earlier this year that specifically talk about those types of situations. That would be episode 38, things that rob your energy. And episode 39, what do you fuel your body with? In both episodes, I take a slightly different look at what we actually put in our bodies to fuel us. The energy sources, what foods do we eat? What beverages do we drink? How do they positively and how could they negatively affect us? Then, how do you handle your sleep? How many hours do you get per day? How many per week? As well as fueling your body, there's mental and physical energy. That's where breaks come in and you have to be careful and mindful for stress and keep your mind and your mental energy healthy. So thinking about today's episode you can't always be on. If you're someone at work that's counted on, that's someone that's dependable, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And you might have a personal passion or a drive to be like that. However, you have to be careful to recognize the warning signs when you start to get ragged and you start to get torn and your energy starts to drop. It's really important to do a self-check, especially as we roll into the holidays, just to check and see how well you're doing. Kind of do a personal wellness check. If you've had a, ever had a friend or a family member that's been ill, or perhaps you couldn't uh, get a hold of them through email, text, or phone, and you tried to just drive by their house or stop by and see how they're doing, that would be considered a wellness check. Just making sure they're up and about and doing okay. Sometimes we have to pause and look at ourselves in the mirror and just do a self-reflection. What have we been eating lately? What have we been drinking? How long have I worked throughout the day without taking a break? How many times have I missed lunch intentionally and just worked through it? Before you know it, the end of the workday is here. And guess what? You haven't taken a break. You haven't eaten any lunch. And there's still more work to come. I'm going to share a phrase with you that I coined over the years. And it's this. Most companies are machines. The machine will keep taking if you keep giving. The machine will keep taking if you keep giving. Now, There's nothing wrong with giving, or for that matter, giving back to your company, to the community, to society. But it doesn't have to be 24-7. No one is irreplaceable, unfortunately. You might want to think of yourselves as indispensable, someone that's highly necessary, someone that's critical to getting a job function or a project or a task done. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But you can't be everywhere and you can't be everyone all the time. So just kind of step back again and evaluate. What has your performance been like? Do you have a personal log? Do you know how well you're doing at your job? When's the last time you checked in with peers or your supervision? Just to kind of check in and see how things are going. It's important that if you start to wear down, you catch those signs. If you get that feedback from a peer, a supervisor, a manager in your group, don't take it defensively. It likely means you've been giving for quite some time and you didn't know there was an end in sight. It might be important to take part of a day off or an extended weekend and just recharge your batteries. If you have the fortune And the opportunity to disconnect from your job when you take your time off, that means don't go by your office or your place of work, don't check your email on your computer, and don't carry your work phone with you unless it's a requirement. It's important, though you physically detach from your work, to mentally detach as well. And that includes electronic communication, text, calls, and email. You wouldn't believe it, but just the fact of having an alternate work location or a work from home job and you put your computer in a certain area of your home, every time you walk by that area, it will mentally trigger that you should check your email or wonder how your projects or tasks are going. My wife helped me and we put together a small work location in our home. It really wasn't intended for it, but we put a nice little desk setting together And I only use that area when it's for work. When I do personal things or, for example, work on this podcast, it's at a different section of the desk, a different section of the house. It keeps me mentally separated from work and from personal things. If you're still working from home and you feel like you're always on and you just kind of feel stressed and worn out, maybe you should look at your work from home setup. Now, if you have a small apartment or a small home, I get it. Space can be tight and space is precious. However, just simply creating a certain area that you only perform work functions at can be critical to your health and to your success. Even if it's two or three feet away and you perform your personal activities on a different computer or at a different part of the desk, trust me, it will work. Mentally, our brains are always processing visual items first. Most people are visual learners and visual processors. There are some that are auditory and there are others that do it by physical touch. However, if you were to create those two desk settings that I talked about, those two mini office settings, it can go a long way in restoring your energy and helping you get your strength back so that you can muster up your peak performance when you need it most. So as we come into the holiday season, work to be a strong performer mentally and physically. But also, it's important to recognize we all have limitations. Some more than others, some less than others. But do a self-check. How are you doing this calendar year as we close and we're preparing to enter into 2022? If you've been on a lot, you may be physically worn down. You might have heard some comments from family or friends. While they were meaning to be constructive, they might have hurt you. You look worn out. Every time I see you, you look really tired. We don't realize sometimes how we carry ourselves. The burdens of the day from our work activities can also add on to the burdens and the items that we have for our personal lives as well. Sometimes that load can be too hard to handle. So, work on taking even a few hours off for an extended weekend so that you can detox and mentally and physically break away so that you can recharge. And if you like more details on how to do that, again, go back to Episode 38, Things That Rob Your Energy, and Episode 39, What Do You Fuel Your Body With? I'll put those links in the show notes. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave that on social media at Craig Ansell, for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And if you have any questions about the episodes that you just want to hit me directly, craig at craigandsell.com is my email. We look forward to serving you up future episodes. And if you have any particular challenges with your work or topics that you're interested in, please send us a note. We'd be happy to consider it for a future podcast. And don't forget, we started something really awesome. We have the Career Growth Made Easy Facebook group. Just answer a few questions to tell us what your interests are for joining and we'll let you in. You can connect with like-minded people like yours truly. We have some special features and special benefits for joining and it's free. So if you're looking to do something for the new year, how can you change your life? How can you improve it? What things can you do better or what things can you do differently? You know what? One other thing. What things might you choose to stop doing that could be negative habits or bad for your personal and professional career growth? You might want to pop in to our Facebook group. That's the Career Growth Made Easy Facebook group. Just answer a few questions. The links will be in the show notes and we'll be happy to let you in. Meet with like-minded people and start a new career growth journey in 2022. For the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, I've been your host, Craig Ansell. We've just closed out episode 81. You can't always be on. Have a blessed week.